Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. I'm going to ask you to take your Bibles, turn with us over to the book of Ephesians, and the fifth chapter, verse number 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. My message deals with the subject. We are running out of time. Our scripture says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise Redeeming the time. Our greatest danger is letting urgent or secular things crowd out the important, which is divine things. Our problem is that too often we live by life's demands instead of God's priorities. Remember that life is too short for us to do everything that we want to do but it's long enough for us to do everything God wants us to do. Yesterday is but a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is all the cash you have, so we better spend it wisely. I only have just a minute, just 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, But it's up to me how I use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give an account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. A survey asks, what do you live for? To which 94% answered, they were just enduring today and living for tomorrow. You know what? That is living unwisely. Too many people miss today because they are worrying about tomorrow. We face the future out of breath because we've been fighting tomorrow's battles today. Wisdom is taking every opportunity and fully using the time that's granted to us. Instead of killing time, God wants us as the people of God to redeem time. Instead of counting the days, he wants us to make our days count. The psalmist said in the book of Psalms 107 and verse number 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Paul would say, let the redeemed of the Lord do so. Amen. Redeem the time in the power of the Spirit for the glory of God. We should redeem the time because we have been redeemed as the people of God. You know, some opportunities only knock one time. And so when we have that opportunity, as the people of God, we ought to take advantage of these opportunities that God gives us. Time is a strange commodity. We can't save it, retrieve it, relive it, stretch it, or borrow it, loan it, stop it, or store it. But we can only use it or lose it. We can't call time out in the game of life. 
Indeed, friend, there's no such thing as a literal instant replay. That appears only on the film. Friend, when I was a child, I laughed and my friend, I wept and time crept. When as youth, I dreamed and talked and time walked. When I became full-grown man, time ran. And when older still I grew, time flew. Soon I shall be traveling on and time is going to be gone. Did you know time will soon be gone? We are running out of time. And even if the Lord don't come for many years, we're still running out of time. Because the Bible lets us know that man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. We are just here a few days. And I fear that we don't stop to consider how that we, as the people of God, are running out of time. I must work the works of him that sent me. It's what the Savior said in John 9, 4. So Paul exhorts the believers in the book of Galatians, the sixth chapter, and verse number 10, as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. The psalmist also said in Psalms, the 90th chapter and verse number 12, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Yesterday is past and it cannot be changed. There's nothing that I can change about my past. Certainly, if I have sinned in the past, if you have sinned in the past, if you have failed God, you can receive forgiveness. You can repent and be forgiven of the past. But as far as change in the past, we cannot change the past. But thank God, tomorrow has not come yet. So make the most of opportunities that God gives you today. And may God's Spirit help us as the people of God seize the day while we may. Friend, it only um, takes a moment to be kind, but the results of that moment of kindness can last forever. When one door closes, another door opens. But we so often look so long and so regretfully at the door that's closed that we do not see that another door has opened. Look for the door that God is opening. Everything is to be done for the glory of God and in the light of eternity. Don't put off till tomorrow what should be done today because procrastination is a thief of time. We need to remember that, saints. Even as Christians, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. One of the greatest tragedies in life is wasted opportunity and not making the most of what God has given us. 
How valuable is this truth to you? A worldly and wise man will part with nothing except for its value. Yet many foolishly part with time for nothing. So as the people of God, if we are going to redeem the time, we must watch for opportunities. We must watch for opportunities to talk to people about their souls. We must watch for opportunities to testify and to witness and tell others what Christ has done for us. Redeeming the time. Chances must be sought for putting in the right word when God sends us the opportunity. We must go on the principle of now or never. This will make us eager to embrace opportunities. And in turn, we must urge the undecided to embrace Christ at once. Every act of kindness to the unconverted will help in the end. We must be and we should be up and about the Father's business. We may be rich, we may be poor, we may be bankrupt, but none of us is absolutely bankrupt for the precious commodity of time remains. And Paul says, redeeming the time. We need to live in such a way that we get the most out of our time. Where to live as if every moment counts because it does. Every moment counts. We can always make more money, but we cannot make more time. Once time is gone, it is gone forever and forever. And when our time on this earth is over, we will give an account to the one who gave us our allotment of this precious commodity. Every minute is precious. Don't say that, oh, brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so, they have more time than I do. The difference between people is how they use that time that God has given them. Time is a precious opportunity. We need to value every day. Time is life. And to waste time is to waste life. And it's a foolish thing. You've heard that song. Wasted years. Wasted years. Oh, how foolish. It's foolish to waste time. Wasting hours adds up to wasting days and wasting weeks and wasting years. Recognize procrastination as a sin and repent of it. James 4.17 says, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Cultivate the habit of immediate obedience. So many times we hear the word of God during a message. God moves upon our heart. And during the invitation, we're thinking about what God has showed us, 
how he has enlightened us. And we often say, I'll pray about this when I get home. And then time goes by and pretty soon we've failed to really do anything about the need in our heart and life. I believe that when God speaks to us in a service, it's important to move then and not wait while it's fresh on our minds. Procrastination and disobedience are really the same kind of sin. Time can't be stretched. Only so much is possible in a given day. Time cannot be shared. It cannot be loaned or borrowed. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Give God today and God will take care of tomorrow if we'll give him today. Time wasted, think about it, friend, can never be recovered. No man ever possessed the same moment twice. Are you wasting years? Are you wasting your life? Are you wasting time? We number our years, but it's wiser to number our days for we live one day at a time. A poet once wrote, time that has passed you can never recall. Of time to come you are not sure at all. Only the present is now in your power. Therefore redeem and improve every hour. There is a race for every one of us to run. And Satan, like a roaring lion, he's seeking whom he may devour. And Satan is on our trail and we can't stop. We can't be slothful. We can't be indolent. We must keep up the race until we hear the master say, well done. Friend, just day by day, being faithful, being persistent, redeeming the time is what God wants out of you and what God wants out of me. Spend today as if, friend, there were no certain tomorrow. Be watchful about the little things, especially the brief moments of time. Because I'm told in Hebrews 9:27, as it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. And friend, it's an appointment that you will not miss. You are not going to be late. And how long will the rest of our life be? Think about that. If you knew that you only had 10 years left to live, or if you knew you had one year left to live, if you knew that you only had one month left to live, how would it change your life? We should live each day as though this could be my last day. Somebody said, too busy to read the Bible, too busy to wait and pray, too busy to speak out kindly to someone by the way. Too busy to care and struggle, to think of the life to come. Too busy building mansions to plan for the heavenly home. Too busy for all that is holy on earth beneath the sky. Too busy to serve the master 
but not too busy to die. We got time for pleasure. We got time for this. We got time for that. But no time for God. Learn from yesterday. Live for today. Hope for tomorrow. Eternity will be appreciated only in the measure that we have rightly handled time. How are you handling your time? We must work the works of him that sent us while it is day. He said night comes when no one works. Time is what we want the most, but what we use the worst, redeeming the time. It's too late to redeem the time that's past, but not the time that's passing. Some novel ways to redeem the time. I say look for those opportunities to witness. Look for those opportunities to slip in that kind word. Look for an opportunity to tell someone what Jesus has done for you. Yesterday is past. It cannot be changed. Tomorrow may not come. So make the most of your opportunities that God gives you today. May God's Spirit enable us to seize the day while we may. Friend, when you get one of those irritating calls, asking for this, asking for that, turn it into an opportunity to ask your caller if they know the Lord Jesus Christ. The first principle of time management is recognizing the value of time and redeeming it. Wisdom is taking every opportunity, fully using the time that's been granted us. Friend, we constantly ought to be moved to further advancing the cause of Christ by each tick of the clock because the passing time sure should stir us to remove ourselves from a life of slothfulness. Each tick of the clock should be a sharp goad to arouse us from sleep. Friend, it is the time that we have, but it's the time also that we lose. We're losing time, and then we fail to be the stewards that God called us to be because he's asked us to redeem the time. There's one thing I won't be able to do when I get to heaven. We will not be able to bring any souls to Jesus. It'll be too late. My heart and your heart must be set aflame for the loss now. We must be up and about our Father's business. The other truth that should drive us out of our easy cheers is Jesus is coming. And he tells us to occupy till he comes. We must be up and about his business. And may we, as the people of God, live in such a way, redeeming the time, that on that great and final day, he will be able to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I wonder, for an individual that wastes their life, wastes their time, fails to redeem their time, will they truly hear the Lord say, well done, thou good and faithful servant? 
redeeming the time, is the ideal of being alert to spiritual opportunities that God brings our way so that you grab them as a wise merchant grabs a bargain. The reason that you are alert to these opportunities is you're living wisely. You're living with the view of eternity and God's kingdom. As Paul puts it, we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Learn to live in the eternal now. Today is the only day you have to redeem the time. If one misses this seasonable opportunity, he'll miss the eternal harvest associated with that spiritual opportunity. Stop saying, if I had time, and start taking the time to do God's will. Our greatest danger in life, I say again, is permitting urgent things to crowd out the most important things. And the things of God are the most important things. Dear friend, may God, by His Holy Spirit, cause each of us to so order our steps that when that great day comes, we may hear the glorious words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want to say, not only is time running out for us as the people of God, Christian, time is running out for you to set your house in order. Christian, time is running out for us to get our loved ones in. Time is running out for us to redeem the time and get souls saved. And to the sinner, time is running out for you to get saved. You, my friend, are running out of time. Someone say, well, I feel like I'm pretty healthy. I say, though, your blood is fresh in your veins and your bones are full of marrow. You don't know how short time may be. He was not sick, neither was he in fear of sickness, who said, so take thine ease, eat and drink, and enjoy yourself. But that very night, death terminated his life in Luke 12 and verse number 20. He wasn't sick. He didn't have any physical problems. As far as he knew, he was boasting and bragging about what he was going to do in the future. But God said, thy fool, this night thy soul shall be recorded thee. You know what happened? He ran out of time. Another man in Luke, the 16th chapter, the Bible said he died, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes. What happened to him? He ran out of time, and it runs out for thousands and thousands of people every day. Hell's the place of torment. In hell, there's no oil of mercy to put the torments of the wicked to assuage them. Nor is there any incense of prayer to appease God's wrath. Sinner friend, break off from your iniquities. What has become of your life and your soul? What would you change if this were your last day? 
You should treat every day as if it's your very last day because one of these mornings you're going to get up. It'll be your last morning to get up. You're going to face the judgment. Time is the seed of eternity. Tomorrow is time nowhere but on a fool's calendar. So stop saying, tomorrow I'll get saved. Because the Bible says, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. To make our life count for eternity, we must be wise on how we spend our time today. I ask you, my friend, every one of you, what will be your eternal harvest? Cut loose from the past. Bury your failure in the grave of God's forgetfulness. Let him give you a brand new day. If you've not repented and placed faith in the Son of God, now's the time. The Scripture said in 2 Corinthians 6 and verse number 2, For he said, I have heard thee in the time accepted, in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, the clock of life is only wound once, and no one knows when the hand will stop at an early or a late hour. So now is the only time we own to do the precious will of God. Do not wait until tomorrow, for the clock of life may be standing still by this time tomorrow. For you, my friend, think about it. While the door of mercy is still open, while the blood still avails, is the time to get the need met in your heart and life. Maybe you feel like you haven't been redeeming the time as you should. The devil's been cheating you out of your time. You ought to repent of that. Listen to me, friend, to everyone, both saved and lost. If the devil can cheat you out of your time, he can cheat you out of your soul. And that is what he's trying to do, cheat us out of our souls. Don't allow the devil to cheat you. How are you handling your time? Every moment counts. We are running out of time. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.